to become wealthy, it doesn't matter where you live. Becoming wealthy doesn't require that you save money. It doesn't require that you own a company. You don't have to have a college education to become wealthy, and you don't have to compete with somebody else either. All you have to do to attract great wealth is to simply change your viewpoint for the law of attraction to change your circumstances. No one is kept in poverty by a shortness in the supply of wealth. There is more than enough for everybody. I'm Stephen Canyon, glad to have you back with us, especially today because we're going to start getting rich already. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Kineticbelief.com is the website. Kineticbelief at StephenCanyon.com gets an email to us. You know, imagination is what determines exactly what you're going to experience in this world. Megan, how are you? I'm excited. Speaking of imaginations. I'm energized. Why, I'm energized. Why did you go out and get your first job? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what I was your a, motivation? What were, very, you, what were you thinking? I'm not sure I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> that's a. I, I wasn't expecting that question. I had an, a very unusual first job. What was it? Um, my sister and I would play for weddings. I was seven years old. Oh, when, oh, oh my! Were you getting paid? Well, yeah, we were getting yeah. paid quite a bit, and um, that actually gave me a very strange sense of of what you actually get paid in a normal job. So when I did get finally get a normal job at 16. Seven years old. How yeah. long did you do that? Oh, goodness. We did it from the time I was seven. My sister was 10 until we left home for college. Gosh, were you, ma- I'll be making bank at oh, seven? Yeah. What were you doing all that money? Well, um, we were supposed to save it for college, but I didn't save any of it. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have do you have a lot to show for it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I have. Um, yeah, actually, I do. I think, yeah. goodness, the experience, the experience of being in um, basically a business mindset from that young. Yeah, that was more worth his weight in gold. Imagination is the very thing that's going to determine what you will experience. And now, okay, so the first job you had without your sister. Oh, um, I worked at a sandwich shop. Ah, But I only only worked there for like two weeks. I didn't like it. (laughs) You didn't like it. Well, I was used to making like $100 an hour playing my violin. It was very confusing. (laughs) It was like, geez. I could see that. How much does this pay? What? And And actually, it was shortly after that that I became, I started teaching music and playing in more weddings. So, you know, I just sort of kept going in that that musical line because that's where the money was. Well, isn't it? It's amazing how when we grow and you look around and you observe what everybody else is doing to earn a living mm-hmm. to um, just you know you go out and you work this number of hours throughout the week and you get this amount of money and here's what they tell you that you're going to make per hour while you make sandwiches <laughs> and so right. we start developing these thoughts and imaginations based on the the information that we are inputting and so you had a motivation for going out and making sandwiches, and it probably just was not in alignment with the the superior enlightenment you had already received from doing the weddings, using a gifting that you had for expressing that, that inner self, that purpose that you had for living. So now all of a sudden, you find yourself in experiencing a contradiction 
to the source information that had already been blessing you. Yeah, no, that's very true. And that's a, that's a wonderful point that being introduced to that at such an early age, it just sort of, it definitely set a, a very unique course for me. And, and those jobs, those sort of, uh, the, I guess you would say the minimum wage, nine to five kind of jobs, I would, I would use those to subsidize the, the times where I wasn't doing music, but that was pretty rare. I've, mm. I've made money with music for a long time. Yeah, and that's how by we the met. way, by the way, yeah, that's how we met. And you are a world-class violinist, oh. by the way, in case any, anybody listening, if you've not heard Megan on a violin yet. Very sweet. Yeah, it's a, what well, a gift. It's funny, when, whenever people meet me and they learn that I play the violin, they always say, are you good? And my gut reaction is just, I just laugh because I'm like, if I'm not good by now, what what is my problem? No, you know? no, no, no. no. I, and, yeah, I've got to say, it has nothing to do with how long you've been playing. You have a gift for it. Oh, and and I mean kind. that. I'm sincere in saying that. It's, it's not just something that you're trained mm. in. It's something that's in essence is part of you. And it's like walking or breathing for someone else. It just, you, you're able to express yourself emotionally and it's it's uh, it's like listening to you talk or vocally sing to to hear you play your violin. So expressive, oh, that's so, so nice. Thank you. So uniquely different, and you have such there's so much texture uh, to, to to your playing that's wow. very unique to you. Well, I love it, and I actually um, you know I got a little bit bored with playing the violin years ago, and then that was right before I met you, and I hadn't played for about two years, and then we met, and I just loved your music. I loved your compositions, and it really gave me this resurgence, a new love, a fresh look for, for the for the violin, for music. Well, we're talking about get rich already, so <laughs> I've got a question for you, yes or no. Okay, okay you ready? Yeah. Money. Ready. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, that was okay, so we're going to move on then. Yeah. Yes, money. Money. Thanks for money. joining us today. Uh, <laughs> it's so it is so vital to your success. And so now yeah. here's the here's the thing. Anyone can do this at any time from anywhere. Money is actually it is not a a respecter of of any kind of discipline. It is a respecter of people and their thoughts, beliefs, and their ideas that within vision, your imagination, the highest viewpoint that you're going to hold the thought form is the thing that money actually respects, if you want to call it that, if mm. respect is something we can even insert into the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, money, I think I think money can be tricky because many people, and I've, I've been through this too, that money seem, can seem elusive and it can feel like this, this sort of elusive thing that you can never quite get enough of or get your hands on. And once that mindset sets in, um, it, that's all you're going to have. That is a great point. I think for a lot of people, it's like trying to hold on to a fistful of water. Yeah. You know, and you just Absolutely. Can't, can't hang on to it's it. It's a mindset. But again, anybody can do this. That is the thing that I am so, so excited about, most excited about to talk about today is just how available this is to anybody. If you are a human being, you qualify. How about that? I'm human. You qualify. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I like then it. You can do this from anywhere at any time. Look, I've I've done. I've created sixteen companies. I've attracted them to form and, and grew sixteen companies. I, I attracted a radio network of twenty five radio stations, and the founder of Kinetic Belief. And uh, I've done all these things using the law of attraction. And I'm not a. I'm not. Any, any more special than anybody else. I don't have a, a high education. You know, I didn't go to Harvard. Uh, I hardly went to uh, uh, a community college. I mean, I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm just an average old guy. But what, what sets me apart to make me common in a special sense of the word is that I use kinetic belief. 
in the law of attraction to form the kind of life that agrees with my original source purpose within. And so we're going to be talking about how to do this with money today. Well, I think we can never talk about this enough because the the relationship that you have to money, it changes every day and or it can anyways. And and we all have such a histo- history, you know, this historic knowledge of money. And so that you're always Goodness gracious, There, it can be a real mess, actually. <laughs> it is one of the most complicated, and you know what, it is so complicated and so twisted, there are so many variations on the theme, that if you start reading all the money magazines and and listening to all the advice, financial advisors, everybody has their own twist and version of what to do with money once you get it, how I can get some of it from you once you get it. Uh, what and it's such there's so much misinformation out there, and most of it is twisted up in some form of greed or, or competition. Where, okay, I'm going to tell you how to make money. My fear is you're going to make it, and I'm not going to get some of it. So sign right here, and I'm going to show you how to become wealthy. So that <laughs> as you go down that. Uh, yellow brick road of gold I'm going to somehow be close to you I'll make you wealthy if it takes your last dime (laughs) yes I'll make you happy and and wealthy whatever it takes and that's that's the that's is the problem is that Mm -hmm. greed is usually at the root of of wealth ideas and sharing of wealth it is not that complicated yeah and it's it's the exact same principle in the law of attraction that's required to Find that perfect mate for life or a good friend, a best friend, to attract perfected health, to advance your mind, body, and soul. All this goes together. There is a thought form that right now is spreading throughout the world, and unlike any time in my own lifetime, that is impressing guilt upon anybody that will consider it for becoming wealthy. And it's, it's really it's quite the phenomenon. And uh, the problem with this is, is that it is transforming the thoughts and ideas of the mass of, 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 of population at large to, to be guilty for, for thinking that you should have something, uh, anything more than anybody else. And there is a real problem with this, which we're going to get into a little bit today. That's a great point that I think for myself and a lot of people that I've talked to, one of the biggest obstacles to becoming wealthy is just even believing that um, that you have sort of a right to it. You know, why should I be wealthy? Why should I have things that other people don't toxic. have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are those are thoughts that um, creep up. They're hard to overcome. Poison, toxic, that yeah. will keep you from experiencing your best life. Mm-hmm. It will prevent you from becoming what you were supposed to do. You have a purposeful, a purposeful life, a reason for being here in the natural. Beautiful, created beautiful and unique and different. And I am telling you that if you believe that lie that's being perpetuated, that you should not be be wealthy or have the strength to perform your original purpose, if you believe that, then your purpose for living will have been made for nothing. Your reason for being here is stolen away from you. And I want you to know that there is a, an idea that is being promoted. There is a, there is a, 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 a sinister power behind that thought that is trying to level the playing field and to keep anybody, it's like whack-a-mole, keep anyone from experiencing something great, an endeavor that is beyond them. And so here's the thing. First of all, you've got to work on your viewpoint to understand that you know, there is, uh, there is a, enough material, there's enough matter. A home as large as the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., 
could be built for every single family on earth just from the building material in the United States. <laughs> that's the viewpoint to have because that's accurate. Wow. You know, the thought that's being perpetuated is there's just not enough to go around. You, you, need to, you need to give up some of what you have so there will be enough for everybody. And that's, not, that's just not true. Not only that, but, but if required, the United, just the United States, just, this, just the United States could cultivate enough natural wool, cotton, linen, silk, all those natural materials to clothe every single person in the world. And, and I don't mean once, but in really nice... Uh, fine linen, fine clothing, to where they have a full wardrobe for every season, every single person. And, and the United States could produce enough food just from the U.S. for every single person on earth to have more than enough to eat. So the idea that there's just not enough to go around is, is a false one. And you've got to change your viewpoint. First of all, stop listening to that because it's not true. The visible supply is practically inexhaustible. And here's the thing, the supply that you can't see it, that is as vast as the universe, you can't even begin to fathom how much inexhaustible supply for material needs is available right now in the universe. New forms and shapes, are they are continually being attracted and created. And there is no limit to the supply of the quantum substance of thought forms. That has got to be your viewpoint, first of all, before you get busy rolling up your sleeves to attract the kind of wealth that you should have. That's I, I see that that so clearly now that that's a huge part of becoming wealthy is not seeing money as a limited resource. That's that's huge. Well, you're just not going to, to to embrace what you need to. In fact, what you're doing is you're operating in fear. If you are if you're believing that there's not enough to go around, your platform for earning wealth is one built in fear, and and then that fear will bring it will come against you, and it will make sure that you don't have enough. It will make sure that because of your fears that. Uh, you're going to miss out on the opportunities. You're going to miss out on attracting the kind of wealth that you might like to attract. I love the title of today's episode, Get Rich Already, because it gives you the sense of get on with it. Just get, do Stop it. Stop waiting. Stop waiting. <laughs> Stop making excuses and, and talking, thinking that you don't have enough ideas or that they can't. there's not enough to go around. Just do it already. It's, time is of the essence. Yeah, life is short. You know, in quantum physics, the universe is made out of the substance of a bias. It's a as assumed by belief, filling the, the spaces of the visible universe. It is not possible for humankind to exhaust the supply of the universal raw material. You can't do it. It is not possible. No person is poor because nature is poor or because there's not enough to go around. Nature uh, has an inexhaustible warehouse of great wealth and the supply will never run out. The original substance of thought form is throughout the universe and it responds to creative energy. So you change your viewpoint for having wealth for the law of attraction to bring wealth to you. So for you to know more, to do more, and to be more, you've got to have more money. And you need to, that is the viewpoint for attracting more. You've got to believe and adhere to and rely on the truth that you want to know more and you want to do more and you want to have more and that's going to take more money. You, so you journal a thought form that is going to increase your the, the space that you are occupying 
the, your territory and you, you want to enlarge that space for a larger life where you are going to begin seeking creative fulfillment, fulfillment for that original purpose for you to even be here. So you start by beginning to de- you determine to become wealthy, to be a larger expression of yourself. I always think it's interesting that one of the gut reactions many, many times to believing for something, let's talk about wealth today, um, is that fear of failure. And isn't that funny? Because even if you're just believing for something in your own mind, there's still that little voice that goes, well, what if it doesn't happen? Right. Yeah. What if it doesn't show up? That's right. And you know, that's the, that is the, the beauty of, uh, of kinetic belief journaling is that you begin checking all of those fears and you're going through the, the portfolio of your life and you are reevaluating your, your, what makes you think certain ways about certain things and you're checking it all and you start casting down all those negative influencers, all that negative imagination, all that stuff that's made you what you are. Remember, you cannot change a negative thought into a positive one. You have to exchange it. And so the process of doing that is to cast it down. It doesn't exist anymore. And then you replace that you replace that negative thought with a positive image, a positive imagination. And you start, like you're saying, you start seeing the universe as friendly to your desires, mm-hmm. to all of your kinetic beliefs, friendly to all of your, your plans. It's friendly to you being the largest, biggest expression of yourself that you can put together while you're here in the land of the living. I love that. The universe is friendly to your desires. That is, that's good. Isn't that great? The uni- Because I think a lot of times, you know, we just, we have these thoughts that we don't even realize we've cultivated for so long and you feel like the world is sort of against you or you're being blocked, but that's just true because you say it's so. That's right. And you stop listening to those negative influencers. You stop listening to the negative reports. Get away from the terror of reports, the bad ideas, those those thought influencers, people that you, you hang out with that are negative eds. they're going to shoot down your best idea and a lot of times it comes in from family and whoever but whoever yeah get away from them and stop allowing them to be your counsel yeah you have to care enough about yourself and believe enough you know in the things that you deserve and that you know that you're supposed to have in your life for you what was one of the first moments where you made that mental switch from working hard to kinetically believing for wealth yeah, I really have never looked at work as as hard. I've always loved to, to labor, and I've always looked at every whatever I was doing as a a practice of perfecting myself. And it's just something is my own viewpoint that I've had. You know, I was cutting grass out in the neighborhood when I was six years old, seven years old, and for you know a buck fifty or whatever they would give me, and I loved it. I just enjoyed it, and it was a practice, an art form, and I just felt creative in doing it and expressing myself. But then, probably more accurate to answer your question later on, as I became a young adult, I started. You know, I really saw my my ability within to begin imagining in in a holistic sort of way the kind of life expression that I wanted to to be and to experience. And then success just began to become me. And it was not something that I had to practice and go out and, and say, okay, these are the ABCs to it. This is the degree I've got to have. This is the network of influencers I've got to have and all that stuff. And this is my five year plan and my 10 year plan. You know something about a plan? If you're somebody that's working on a five year plan, be very careful 
that you're not planning your success out of that. Yeah, that you're not planning the the the, the substance of the universe, the law of attraction that's going to rearrange your circumstances. If you plan your circumstances, then you are locking the door to your success. That's a great point because if you're looking five years down the road and you're don't sell yourself short. You know, you should be thinking larger than life. Well, what if what if a GI Joe shows up just on time and he's got your a truckload of money for you and you don't have him in your planner? Right. And you say, hey, I, you know, you're, you yeah, need to I, make an appointment. I'm, I'm busy, sir. <laughs> I, need, I can't pencil you <laughs> in. I'm working on something here. You need to move your truck. Well, in today's topic, <laughs> it really is interesting to me because the the title of get rich already it really gives you that sense of urgency um and it makes me think of the idea that you know the the you in six months will thank you for starting today and getting on this money is one of those topics where it really loves excuses you know it's almost like uh in order to be rich all these things need to line up and then i'll start and that's just not the case well, that's the thing not of, how yeah, it flows that's right and the thing about kinetic belief journaling for the law of attraction is it's fun yeah. because and the sense of urgency is immediately satisfied because what you're doing is you are envisioning and imagining and you're creating your highest viewpoint for wealth in the present tense. So you're no longer having to go, oh my gosh, when is this going to happen for me? Oh, if I only had a million dollars. No, when you start this process, you see yourself, you're imagining to see yourself in the present tense with a million dollars. So you start by building a longing for deep, meaningful life. Not one that is just for pleasure, not just one, uh, you don't want to just become wealthy for sensual gratification. Those things don't last and they will not work. Don't desire wealth just for the good of other people. Now listen very carefully. This is, this is deep for some people and hard to grasp. But what am I about to say is going to be vital for your success. Okay. Listen, do not desire wealth just for the good of others. To lose your original purpose for promoting your unique self, for the salvation of mankind, only for self-sacrifice, it will diminish you and it will actually leave you with less to offer other people. Desire great wealth so that you can eat, drink, and enjoy life. Become wealthy so that you can surround yourself with beautiful things. Desire wealth so that you can travel the world at will. Whenever you want to go, should you want. Desire wealth so you, you can educate your mind and expand your intellect. Desire those things so that you can unconditionally love others while unconditionally loving yourself, falling in love with you. Desire wealth so that you can be thoughtful and do kind things for other people so you can advance yourself and have more to offer. But now the extreme service to other people, I am telling you, it is no better than extreme selfishness. Both of those are mistakes. You do not have to sacrifice yourself for other people. You help others by developing yourself more than anything else. To develop yourself in the natural, you got to become wealthy. You must, in this world, you must have money. Get rich. I'm telling you today, get rich. That is a goal that is correct. It is worthy. It is right. It is honest. And it is praiseworthy. Change your viewpoint for acquiring wealth. Don't listen to the, don't listen to the naysayers. Stop feeling guilty. Have no fear. 
Change it and change it right now. You don't have to compete. You are to create and not to compete for what is already created. You don't have to take anything away from anybody else to become wealthy. You don't need to let somebody work for you for less than they earn either. Don't covet what other people have. Become a creator, not a competitor, and you will have anything you desire. Wealth that is gained through competition is never satisfying, and it will not be permanent because, you know, what you have today is going to be somebody else's tomorrow. That's such a wonderful point because, um, you know, I think it's a great example of something that society and culture is feeding us that we need to reprogram our thinking about. Because we're told all the time, whether it's through government or church or religious organizations or friends or other people, you know, they're, we're absolutely made to feel selfish if we're not earning money and redistributing it to people who supposedly need it or aren't earning it. It's just, it's one of those things that is so deeply rooted in your mind and you don't even realize it until you listen to something like this. <laughs> oh, there's so many incorrect uh, analogies and uh, expressions of why you should or should not have wealth and you mentioned churches, a lot of them will make you feel guilty for having it. But then they pass the plate and say, is that all you're giving? (laughs) Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, uh, there's just so much hypocrisy when it comes to it. And the accurate, correct viewpoint for having it is a selfless one. And to, you know, I will hear somebody say, I'm not, I'm not greedy. I'm not selfish. All I want is just enough for me to pay my bills. Well, that is one of the most selfish, uh, greedy things. Why do you just want enough for yourself? Think about it. So money is, you know, we make such a big deal about it. But remember, there are, here's the thing, there are countless trillions of dollars worth of gold in the mountains of the earth right now that have not been found. There is so much wealth in this universe. Just know that when you practice kinetic belief for the law of attraction uh, and, and for attracting wealth, even if it became necessary for 10,000 men, women, and children to go out and discover new gold mines for you right now to get it to you, that's exactly what would happen. So never consider to observe uh, money or wealth that, that only what you can see. Don't meditate on lack in any way. Stop listening to people that will, will give you expressions of just a limited amount. And all that, there, all that you can see right now is all that there is. And so we have to share it and split it all up and divide it. Because that is a, that is a, a mindset that comes from a, a political viewpoint and a social viewpoint that there's a limited supply and we're all takers. Everybody is a taker. And so I'm going to take this portion and this portion. Now you make sure you share that and you take some of that and you share that and we're going to divvy all this out. That is a world where there is no one left to create. All there, That is a world full of takers. That is a, word, a world full of greed. That's a world full of selfishness. That is a world that is made up of nothing but competition, and it's inaccurate, and it's the wrong viewpoint. I really love this mindset flow that you're describing. So, you know, you're planting these imagination seeds in your thoughts, and then as your wealth starts to manifest and come into your life, it's for you. It's for you to create this beautiful life for yourself, and then that trickles out into everyone else that that's in your sphere of influence. And I just love that really natural flow. You know, it begins with a very disciplined way of thinking, and then everything else is just 
a natural byproduct of doing that, you know, the the correct mindset, keeping that correct mindset. Mindset is going to be all of it. And it's the imagination, the mindset, the imagination, how you're thinking about things, the way you are observing things in the present tense. And now listen, you've got to meditate to do this. You have to be journaling to do it because as soon as you start thinking one thing, the alternate thought is going to come in and try to challenge your way of thinking and you're going to be confused. You're going to forget what you originally started thinking about. So no, you are journaling, kinetically believing to journal your highest viewpoint for your thought forms. And you imagine the limitless wealth in the quantum substance of your belief. Nobody, no nation can corner the visible supply and prevent you from creating to attract what's yours. The law of attraction will create with the substance of your desire using the God particle, which permeates and fills the universe. You were just talking earlier about exchanging one thought for another. And money, I think, definitely has some of the worst thoughts associated with it. I mean, is there anything that that causes more fear than the idea of not being able to pay your rent or pay your bills or, or pay for something? There's That is horrifying, terrifying, especially when, um, you know, you're just getting out into the world or even if you have been, it's, there's nothing worse than needing money and not having it. And then I think that develops this horrible cycle that is very difficult to break because the fear, um, causes more lack and then that causes more fear. And I mean, how do we just snap ourselves out of that? That you're right. And that is the conundrum to working off your thought forms. Whatever you are imagining, whatever you are observing is the very thing that you're going to continue continue to live in. The thought of not having enough produces not having enough. The yeah. thought of not having enough money produces not having enough money. You, and you, so it, it's a vicious circle that you go around and around. And I, that's why I developed the, the guided kinetic belief journal. It is to help you cast down all those negative thoughts. This is the only way you can do it. You've got to, if you don't know how to do this, you can pick up on it fairly quickly, but I do recommend that you are guided through your journaling process so that you're no longer looking at the the lesser amount. You're no longer considering the what ifs, the yeah buts, and all those things or listening to the bad uh, report on an economy or what somebody else might say. All of that stuff, you cast it down and it's no longer uh, guiding you into continuing to not have enough. Your thought forms will produce the wealth that you are imagining by holding it in the highest viewpoint. Look, human beings are all creators, created with a quantum ability to attract what they're believing. So whatever it is that you're holding in your imagination, that's, you will cause that thing that you're thinking to manifest. You mentioned earlier um, having a bias for wealth in your thoughts. And I was, I was going to see if you would expand on that a little more. Sure. You know, a bias is just simply what you believe to see. Your bias is your imagination. We know in quantum physics, through the particle collider and the experiments that were done at CERN, and we know that there was a bias, a creative imagination, just prior to the Big Bang, that created every form that we can now see in the visible universe. There, the God particle, which was revealed through research, is the thing that establishes the, the form according to a bias. We are created in the same image of the original creator with the ability to believe. There's substance. There's quantum physical substance to our beliefs. What you are believing and holding with a bias and a thought form is what's going to either come against you if it's fear-based or for you if it's a positive thing. And so that's why we get busy starting to cast down all of the negative influencers that we've 
accumulated throughout our life. We're just like dragging a little wagon around and we're collecting <laughs> these un- unlovely things, these things that are not lovable. And we are this becoming part of us. So right. we, we learn to exchange all of that for the positive thing that's going to develop and create what we imagine to see and hope to see in our lives. Let's dig a little deeper right now into the actual, uh, very tangible imagination part of this. So when, when we're journaling, writing our highest thought forms and imagining ourselves as wealthy as having an abundance of money and wealth, um, what is the best way to approach that imagination? Are we just seeing ourselves, you know, smiling, laying against a Ferrari? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Let's is hope it that you are. simple? Um, it can, are you it imagining? Can be. But I yeah. guess I just want to understand because for me personally, sometimes developing an imagination is one of the hardest things to do because you see yourself in a very concrete way and putting yourself in these different scenarios, these higher thought form scenarios. I just want to know the specifics. You know, I want to understand that better. Yeah. If you see yourself smiling and leaning against the Ferrari while thinking about, I wonder how long I have this before they come take it. (laughs) Or how am I going to pay to have this thing serviced and tuned up next month? If you have those, those negative influencer thoughts, that that, that double negative, the thing that's causing you to be double minded rather and you're kind of being tossed to and fro you'll lose it you will not keep that it was not meant to be it's something that somehow you had to take it uh, rather than create it and so it it's just kind of passing through your fingers look so to start this in answer to question to your question fear is something you've got to absolutely not have uh, any part of if you're going to be successful at attracting great wealth the kind that does not come with sorrow for example markets look at just the stock market it's responding to fear or confidence at all times if if uh, the the market players have a lot of confidence the market's growing and it's prospering Confidence, lack of fear. As soon as there's some kind of fear, what happens? It starts losing its value. It loses its wealth. Fear of failure will keep you from trying. Fear of success will sabotage everything that you put your hands to. Fear of just, you know, somebody, well, I'm just afraid I'm going to look foolish when I show up. Well, that'll keep you from speaking up and and sharing your, your brilliant thoughts and ideas. Fear of speaking will keep other people from seeing the true essence of your brilliance. If you are fearful of being lonely, it it pushes you into unhealthy relationships. You start hanging out with people that you should never have been around. Fear of being broke, a fear of poverty. It'll create a workaholic or just cause someone to cave in and quit and give up. So kinetic belief works to attract your desire by, first of all, journaling from the highest viewpoint your thought forms for your perfected life, advancing your mind, body, and soul. If you are, and and I say, start with a specific amount of money where you can see the number frequently throughout each day. Write that number down. Now write a bigger one. That don't. That's that's not big enough. Right? Why did you start with that add small number? <laughs> add, add a couple zeros to that. You are the creator, and this is the the end designed to your desire. So write a big number, and and no thing and no person has the authority to rearrange, to come in there and change those numbers or recreate 
or to come in there and to disallow or prevent in any way, shape, or form, in any manner, what you've begun unless you give your authority away. You are a creator with authority and dominion in the earth, and you are the deciding witness to your kinetic belief. And so should you give away your desire and come into agreement with some negative report or negative influencer or a bullier online or or mama and dem or whoever, the cousins and all of them knocking at the door, somebody's with, got an opposing idea. They, they've shown up to ridicule you you, and they're, they're bullying you or the newspaper is condemning you with thoughts of not having enough to go around. Whatever it is, accusations, belittling. There's derisions of all kind if you'll look for it. If, in, if, you, if you allow the those things to come in, then what's going to happen is that original substance that is made to be uh, your purpose in this world, you are going to, by choice, subjugate yourself to poverty. So if someone's listening right now and they're thinking, goodness, he said earlier that he opened, he started 16 companies, he has all this all this um, success, and I'm sitting here and I don't even have a good idea for a business, I don't even have the first I, good idea that's going to usher wealth into my life. Um, what is for that specific scenario? What is the thought form that you're going to ex- that you would say? Okay, you need to exchange what you're saying with this thought form. Well, first of all, and I'd love that you brought that person into the conversation because that person, I can't do anything for you because you just said I don't have an idea. Well, <laughs> well you don't. I, okay, I agree with you. You don't. Next. <laughs> Burnt. <laughs> That's so, what's called hashtag tough love. You jumped out ahead and, and, and your your negative thought forms that you were creating with the words you were speaking, words are things. There's a substance to your words. So you back up. Let's start let's start all over. You have the authority and you've got the ability within to give a uh, a, a thought to an idea. So what you're going to do, let's say that you're starting with an empty slate. You start by saying, I have amazing ideas. The genius within me knows all, has all, sees all. And I'm just open up, opening myself up right now through gratitude, a sense of gratitude that I see myself successful. I see myself with $5 million in net worth value. I see myself driving a Maserati. I see myself perfectly healthy, advancing in my soul, in my mind, in my body. I see myself wealthy. You've opened yourself up to original source matter of of ideas and thoughts to now come. Thoughts are made of uh, quantum physical stuff. There's substance to thoughts. So it's a wrong way of thinking to think that a thought is original to you. There is no original thought. All you're doing is opening yourself up to a thought that already exists. It's not going to be something you have to conjure and create and make. You don't even have to construct uh, correctly the, the, the sentence and the vowels and, and the words themselves. It already exists. So you're opening yourself up to be a free-form vessel for the thought to come through because you're imagining to see the genius of your original purpose. I really like what you touched on earlier. Um, you were talking about not having guilt when imagining yourself being wealthy, but also it makes you think about those scenarios where you are in a very historic group of acquaintances, friends, family, and we've all been there. You know, you've had that gut reaction thinking, oh, they're going to think I'm ridiculous. They're going to think I'm stupid. They're, I'm going to look so silly. And it, and it just makes me think getting away from, you know, the people who you've been spending your poor life with um, is a big part of this s- succeeding at this. 
Yeah, that person that said, they're going to make me look crazy. They're going to make me look silly. They're going to make me look ridiculous. You don't even need to bother going uh, to drive down there for them to do that. You just did that for them. You just did every bit of that on behalf of the family you thought was going to do that. And you did it with thought form by imagining that this is what they're going to do. Now, granted, you, maybe you thought the best thing and you're believing that all that's going to be well. And you get down there and they still do that. Look, all this comes right back to you. It's going to be up to you, your choices, your decisions. And what's happening if, with that person that thinks that they're going to receive some type of destructive, negative advice from this group of people or this group over there, what you're doing is you're lacking in conviction. You've not yet gotten busy working on your conviction yet. You journal your thought form and that becomes your conviction. Your conviction then is your article of faith. And you're going to hold on to that article of faith and nobody in any way, shape or form is going to be able to take you off of what you're believing for. The lack of conviction for wealth is going to result in the kinetic belief not attracting wealth, but it's going to attract lack. If you are expecting it, that's what you're going to get. I have heard of people that when they start the process of using the law of attraction to manifest wealth, that they start with a lower number. For example, maybe they want a million dollars, but they think, you know, but I can much easier imagine a hundred thousand. How do you feel about that? Well, I do. Th- I, I do think that, you know, there is an absurd to this. And then there is the practical expression of a, a high thought form that is agreeable to you. And so, you know, of course, you don't want to say uh, I, I'm imagining gazillion, trillion, billion, zillion dollars, you know, you know, OK, let's let but let's be practical in our expression of belief practical in your extravagance practical in your, in your insanity. Uh, pra- there's a there is a real thing of practical <laughs> extravagance that's correct and something that you don't you don't want to have to spend the rest of your life while in, in the natural trying to put your arms around so okay let's say it's a hundred thousand there's absolutely nothing wrong with benchmarks and i do recommend benchmarks you know if a hundred thousand is a, a lot to you now then embrace that and begin with that high viewpoint and that's a thought form that is a, easy for you to it's agreeable to you. And so you begin uh, with a sense of gratitude today that it's already done. And you see yourself already with the manifestation of that in the present tense. And so that's going to be the seed of that specific desire that you're sowing into the support of the kinetic belief motion, the genius of action that's going to start inspiring you to move toward the thing that you are attracting. When you are um, focusing on wealth personally, um, well, I know you don't do this personally, so that's not the way to ask it, but I guess I'm just thinking, okay, we're all bombarded. You know, you always hear, hey, just cut out your Starbucks every day and you'll be able to retire early, (laughs) stuff like that. Or, you know, open this kind of savings account or this index fund or whatever. Um, Do you, when you're focused on wealth, are you focusing on those specific things or do you just let it naturally happen from the universe? Um, I don't quite know how to ask well, that. Well, no, I, that's a great question. And the specifics, there are some specifics, but more than not, uh, more than anything else, it's, and I like to use the word holistic because it's, it embraces so many different feelings and thoughts. It's more of a euphoric place that you've arrived. And so you're not getting into the nuts and bolts necessarily of how it's going to happen. You don't need to concern yourself about uh, where the money's going to come from. Uh, no more than you need to think about where it's going to go. You just see yourself with it and what it looks like to possess it and to have it in your possession. You see, there has to be, first of all, an action, a motion toward your belief. The motion's not important. 
No more important than where is the money going to come from. The action is really not going to be that important. What is important is that there is action. That's the kinetic part of belief. In quantum physics, that's moving the particle of your expectation toward the particle that you're attracting for perfected symmetry. It's simply physical motion in gratitude toward what you are attracting to manifest. So you really want to take those energies and that that focus and and direct it one million percent to your mind, to your thoughts, to those imaginations. Right. Casting down okay. anything that comes in opposition yeah. to those thoughts. Okay. Um, and then you've mentioned before that you can, you know, that your focus, I hope I say this correctly, that your focus really is defining the velocity of your belief. And is there a way to increase your velocity for something like money? Because I do think that money is that one thing that you know, we, we want to just wake up with it, right? <laughs> like those little get rich quick schemes. I mean, there's a reason that they, that there are so many people who've fallen victim to those because we want it now. We're ready for it. We have that in our mind. Is there a way to increase your, um, attracting velocity in this? The gas pedal for velocity is gratitude. It is mm. simply, it's nothing more than an excitement, a sense of, uh, ownership and appreciation for having it. And then everything else follows that. Even the swarms of thoughts of your genius begin to to, to pile on from the velocity of your thanksgiving and your gratitude. Mm-hmm. And it's when it's res- observed, you continue to, to hold that highest viewpoint. Keep it journaled. Keep visiting that. Anytime there's a contradiction that shows up in thought form, you, you go back to what you've journaled already in the, the holistic detail. Th- that's going to attract the opportunities and all the ideas, everything that you can imagine, each one for all your ideas as having come to pass already in the present tense and then put an enthusiastic action to those opportunities and ideas as they come. Those actions could be just a simple, something as simple as walk down the street and come back. Um, put, you know, do the dishes in, in honor <laughs> already having a try. Do some action in the natural because then that's going to influence creativity. It's going to influence um, uh, the desires of your heart to come to pass. The law of attraction responds to action in the physical. Once you have achieved wealth, your imagination of wealth, what is that next step? How are you moving on into your future wealthy self? Um, because I, it was interesting. I read an, an interview one time and there was a, it was, he was, was, he's a millionaire, very successful business guy. I can't think of his name right now, but he made the point. He said that he has friends and his friends that are, that have, you know, $1 million are always scared silly of someone taking it away of the IRS coming in or losing it somehow. But then his friends that had 10 million more dollars never even crossed their mind. They just, they didn't even think about it. And so I'm wondering, okay, we're in the wealth uh, cycle now. What is that next step to not letting fear set in and maintaining your wealth, growing that wealth? It seems like it would be just this whole other level. Regardless of the amount of money that you've attracted into your life, it will become you. And something that has become you cannot be taken away. Something that you take can be taken, and it will be taken. And and the fear will always come with it. If you if you if you are competing to take from somebody else what they've already created, then there is always going to be that fear, a base of fear that's going to be there at all times. That uh, is going to result in eventually it will come against you. And that's just as simple as that. So there's one type of wealth that comes from creating and one type of wealth that comes from um, uh, competition. 
So to your point, don't look down the road to try to presuppose what you're going to do with any kind of wealth that you're attracting and to know the outcome of any opportunity or idea. Every expression of your wealth building kinetic belief journaling is for present tense wealth. You're seeing it done now. Remember in kinetic belief, all things are always working together for your good and there are no bad things. There's no wasted time. There's no missed opportunities. You don't have to hurry or worry. For every action, there is always a reaction. So some things you'll have to unbecome for the rearrangement of, of some other things. Your life is going to be shuffled around when you start this. There's actually a healing process. We were talking about this uh, before the podcast today. You're going to go through some healing as you unbecome some unsavory things, some ideas and thoughts that you've been carrying around a long time that were bullied onto you, that were uh, some some things that just became you because of the, the, the negative influencers that you've been around. So throughout the process, you're attracting great wealth. You've got to just continue in all things to be grateful and don't look around for your wealth. Look within to see. Begin each day in positive gratitude and continually confess that, you know what, for you in this life, the best is always coming. And remember that positive motion is a positive interruption for the advancing life. I really love what you just said, that concept of healing your bad ideas about money, because typically you only think of healing for emotions or physicality. But I I really love that concept of working through a healing process of your, basically just all your bad ideas where money are concerned. That happens a lot. It doesn't. I mean, when you start working on anything and we're talking about wealth today, it could be, it could be your health, advancing your soul, mind, body, whatever you're working on there, as you unbecome things, you're actually removing those. It's like surgically removing these, these uh, negative influencers from your being. And then you're going to replace those with a positive. So you're, you're morphing. <laughs> you're, you're going through some stuff. Give yourself some time to do that and remain grateful yeah. through it and know that the change is good. You're cocooning. I like it. Something else that me personally, when it comes to money, that this is always my my biggest hurdle that I'm working on, working through, is that money is very serious, isn't it? <laughs> it's very yes. serious. You know, and it's such a serious the, topic. The less and... you have, the more serious it becomes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you never notice that. Or it could go the other way and you just crack. Yeah. You know, it's hilarious then. Right. Right. But no, but it's it's such a serious topic. It's always presented as this, it has this cloud around it. It's very heavy, you know, the banks and the credit scores. Mm. And it's just this very heady, adulting, serious topic. And getting rid of that and replacing it like you were just saying with fun. Look at money as fun. It should be almost like a game that you're playing and make sure that the process is thrilling and exciting and full of creativity and, you know, stemming from all of these positive um, outlets coming from you. I just, that's a big thing for me because I fall into the trap, the trap of serious money. Seriousness is a red flag. Yeah. If you are serious about money, it's because you are manipulative when it comes to it. Mm -hmm. You are Mm -hmm. manipulating to do whatever you have to do to to come up with it, to take it, to have some. And so it's a very serious thing. That is a flag that you need to go back and check yourself and start all over. Money's fun, and it's something that just becomes you. The conditions of the early universe, look, they were biased toward creating something out of nothing. And you are a creator with the quantum substance for creative bias. So there are, here's the thing, there are three reasons for even being here. And and each one requires that you develop fully in your mind and fully in your body and completely in your soul. That's the reason for living. 
And I'll tell you that not much can be said for one without the other. A sound mind is, is abs- it's actually worth very little without a healthy body. And a soul completely fails to develop without enlightenment. Uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson, he, he said that the first wealth is health. How true is that? The complete development of all three of those, it requires things. And that's what we're talking about today. It requires stuff. The natural world of which you are not from, but for now you're, you're part of, it has established the requirement for money in exchange for things. So if you're going to develop in your fullest potential through mind, body, and soul, you must be rich. Embrace that. Stop running from it and stop fearing it. And, and don't run toward it. Look, just let it become you. While uh, there's so much that has to be said about the, the, the praiseworthiness of poverty and the fact is in this world, the desires of your soul and the development of, of yourself is going to require that you become wealthy. The lack of things, I am telling you, and I probably don't have to tell you, but it is a distraction from a focused pursuit of fully developing your mind and completely developing your body and advancing your soul. Those are the parts that make you you. Even the world's greatest givers and teachers, you know, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, Martin Luther King, they required money to give. Jesus had a treasurer that kept following him around. He had all the money in the the box used for giving to the poor. You have an inalienable right to have the things that need to be uh, acquired for your advancement. The person, and here's the thing, and I hear this all the time, but I'm, I'm telling you the person that doesn't aspire to have more and to do more and live more abundantly has sadly been deceived to not advance their unique purpose. They just may as well lay down and, and quit. Somebody that doesn't re- desire to have enough money to purchase whatever they want, they, they've deceived themselves into making the genius of their purpose of no effect at all. And if you have all you want for enjoying the life that you would like to live, you are rich and you are powerful. And so don't be deceived. Everything in the natural, it requires money. Wealth is the ability to fully experience life. So for you to develop completely in this life, mind, body, and soul, you got to have access to money for things. Understanding how to become rich and powerful, it just requires that you simply become willing first and foremost. You got to be willing and you got to check all those fears at the door. And because only 1% of the world's population know how to have and enjoy a more abundant life. And there is no other way but to be rich and powerful in your original source purpose for being here. That way you can be loving and kind and giving. And this is not to say that money can define a good life through the purchase of stuff either. Don't take me wrong and don't say I ever said that because I didn't. The acquisition of wealth should not consume your mind. It shouldn't destroy your health. It shouldn't cost your soul. How much something costs, that's not the issue, but rather how much the money costs. That's, that's what's important. The God particle, well, it's been decoded for creating great wealth with kinetic belief. So don't you ever hurry or worry again by looking within and fall in love with your different self. Then journal from the highest viewpoint your thought forms and go ahead and eliminate time, get rid of the stress and all of those costly investments most often associated with accumulating wealth. Do that while working more toward your within self. Because I'll tell you, working harder to produce additional income, it will not make you wealthy without also bringing sorrow. 
understanding how to adhere to and rely upon the present tense outcome with gratitude, using the law of kinetic belief to attract your heart's desire, that is the method that will never, ever fail you. Wow. So today, not only have we covered how to manifest wealth, but also the reasons to. I love that. You know, having those personal identifier uh, reasons for knowing that wealth should be a huge part of your life and that it's going to be the fuel for it is that's huge. Love yourself and get rich. Get rich by loving yourself. That's how you do it. And, you know, the, the, one of the biggest challenges, and you've even mentioned it a couple of times today, Megan, that is just those negative thoughts. It's those things that come in and challenge the good thoughts that you're having. Yeah. And you got to wrestle with those. And the way to get rid of those, the fastest, quickest way, and part of your kinetic belief journaling for the law of attraction, the best thing to do what is those, those guess. Affirmation. Affirmation. You've got to, <laughs> you cannot think one thing while saying another. Yeah. Let's do some right now. Okay. Say my kinetic belief actions create. My kinetic belief actions create. Constant wealth. Constant wealth. Prosperity. Prosperity. And abundance. And abundance. I am in agreement. I'm in agreement. With the energy of wealth and abundance. With the energy of wealth I and abundance. I am attracting money. I'm attracting money. Prosperity is drawn to me. Prosperity is drawn to me. I have a wealth building genius. I have a wealth building genius. A thought form for wealth. A thought form for wealth. I'm open and happy. I'm open and happy. To receive all the wealth life offers me. To receive all the wealth life offers me. I am wealthy. I am wealthy. I always have more than enough money. I always have more than enough money. (laughs) My wealth is growing every day. My wealth is growing every day. I attract money to me. I attract money to me. I'm grateful for everything that I... Now watch this. I'm grateful for everything that I... Have received. Have received. Today I'm attracting wealth. Today I'm attracting wealth. Abundance. Abundance. And well-being. And well-being. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. That it's mine now. That it's mine now. <laughs> now you're not you don't have any stinking thinking do you no not anymore <laughs> not right now nope not right now give me 10 minutes <laughs> right well in 10 minutes i'll just say it again go right back to your I journal and to. start all over and that's how it works yeah wow this has been amazing this has been so wonderful um are there workbooks and worksheets on the website for this topic I, I, they, they, if they're not, they will be soon, but you can always keep checking at kineticbelief.com for the workbooks. Okay. And, uh, of course, if you don't have a, a journal for, for your, uh, law of attraction, I do recommend that you get a kinetic belief, uh, guided journal, yeah. at least to help start you off. Those in the are process. so fun. They really yeah. are. And I've even, um, talked to people who've gone through two or three of them. <laughs> you know, they'll just go through one topic at a time. It's really, really exciting. Well, it's something you really can't stop and shouldn't True. stop, you know, you want this to keep is a lifetime pursuit, right? Like even if you, That's when you right. achieve something, you're still maintaining it so so much fun yeah this has been great thanks so much for today yeah did you find a shark's tooth earlier out on the beach yes did you really i really did were you petrified or was it (laughs) no it was (laughs) it was tiny but hey it was so fun to find one cool they're so cool to know that you're holding something so ancient so 30 30 million years old that's crazy crazy isn't that amazing how fun let's go find some more okay that sounds good it does feel like a, a good luck um charm or something. (laughs) I'll see you back tomorrow. Okay. See you then. Thanks, Stephen. Bye.